0: Ah, another performance over. I, Margaret Thatcher, certainly am enjoying my new life and career as a global cabaret superstar slash all-round entertainer. My cover of Elton John's The Bitch is Back is at number one. The only packages the IRA are sending me these days are bouquets of flowers. And Dennis hasn't said anything racially insensitive for at least twenty-three minutes.
1: <claps> That was so offensive.
0: Ah, well, you can't win them all. Yes, being on tour, I've almost forgotten what it's like to be Prime Minister.
1: Maggie! Prime Minister! Former Prime Minister turned entertainment legend Thatcher.
0: Ah, what can I do for you? The country's in trouble. The
1: politicians are ruining everything. C- can I have your autograph?
0: Country in trouble? Politicians ruining everything? I'm afraid that autograph's going to have to wait. Britain needs me. I have to record a comedy podcast. People try and put us down. Just because we get around. Things they do look awful cold. Hope I die before I get old. my My generation. My generation, yeah. Welcome to Margaret Thatcher, Queen of Podcasts. With me, your host, Margaret Thatcher. And welcome to my fabulous suite of the Ritz, where I'll be talking about all the current events of the day. Think of this show like the BBC's This Week. Only the host will have a less obvious weave. And what a week it's been. No sooner had Bruce Jenner announced to the world that he was undergoing a sex change operation, that he was involved in a car crash, doing nothing for the (laughs) reputation of women drivers. Ambassadors round the world mourned the death of the inventor of Ferrero Roche. No more spoiling people for them. And Stephen Fry's bad language at the BAFTAs led to an even filthier headline in the Daily Mail. BBC to probe Stephen Fry's dirty mouth. But now, let me introduce my guests. With me, as always, is my fabulous sidekick and the wittiest man of the 20th century.
2: It's the ghost
0: of Winston
2: Churchill. And I said to her, Madam, I may be drunk, but in the morning I will be sober and you should fuck off.
0: Winston Churchill, the nation's dirty uncle. Tell me, Winnie, what's caught your eye in the news this week?
2: Well, Margaret, I was horrified to discover that revenge porn has been made illegal. I was horrified. I've been revenge-pawning people for years. Every time someone annoys me, I send them a naked photo of myself.
0: Uh Of... that's not what revenge porn is, done.
2: Hang on, Margaret, you didn't let me finish. I send them a naked photo of myself. With my balls in
0: their mouth. Oh, dear. Moving swiftly on. <laughs> joining us here for tea and biscuits, he's a stand up comedian whose show Zero Tolerance was described in one review as ambiguous. And she's one half of comedy sketch duo, that pair, with a self described face of a scullery maid. It's Andrew Doyle and Cat Bond. Now, Cat and Andrew,
1: what stories have piqued your interest this week? Well, the first one was the pink bus, Labour's attempt to try and get female voters by driving pink vehicles around. And
3: I want to defend Harriet Harman on this because... That, right. oh, that's the first time anyone's ever said okay. that. OK, let's not forget, Harriet Harman has done a lot for women from an upper middle class In background. In
1: fairness
0: dear, Labour a- have done a lot for women throughout their political career. I mean, for 11 years they were unelectable, which did a lot for me to be Prime Minister. And <laughs> no, That's true.
3: But women do respond to pink. Actually, scientists are now saying that women's vision is based on pink. Like, you know how the way that a T-Rex is based on vision movement? That Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park, for Park women. yeah, so yes. women, when they see pink, they respond.
2: Isn't the <laughs> Jurassic Park for women? Will the consequences <laughs> be as dangerous when the electric fences come down? For what, when women get out?
3: Clever girl, dear, clever girl. <laughs>
0: but the slogan is called Woman to Woman, which is what I used to call PMQs with Neil Kinnock.
1: They've also got a touring pink VW, I'm more interested in that. So oh, come out to my house in a pink VW and we'll, well talk.
0: Well, moving on <laughs> from, from pink to grey, have you both been reading about this soft core pornographic film that they've released?
1: Quite I
3: quite like all these people trying to boycott it, trying to ban it. Like yes. Malaysia is banned. Well there was uh, a lot of people have of been it. saying domestic
0: that he's a rapist violence. and it's domestic violence. Uh, but he's con- but it's consensual. He's basically really it's like a sexy ISIS really, isn't oh. it?
3: Yeah, but I mean I haven't seen it and I don't know anything about it, but I still want to get on the boycotting sort of bandwagon. I don't I don't think you have to know anything about something to disapprove <laughs> no. yeah.
1: To make a banner. No, no, I don't think you
2: need to. Know. I, I love making a banner. I think it's about time women get some of their own porn. Well, we, We men have had as much as we want. The internet, I've heard, is an open portal to anything you can imagine. And if they want to read pornography, or if they want to watch it, in the cinema with the hand, under the jumper on their lap, then it's fine, <laughs> and I approve!
0: Now moving on <laughs> to the third and final subject, of the, uh, a subject very close to my heart, the Margaret Thatcher Museum. I think it should be solely devoted to my work as a cabaret superstar. Make it like Dollywood, a theme park about me. Maggie land with all the traditional rides, the carousel of the public assets, the pirate ship that will torpedo as it retreats, the house of horrors, or as I prefer to call it, BBC Television Centre.
1: I think it's a bad idea. I don't think there's enough really stuff, I Maggie. I don't think you've got enough stuff. In the Grantham Museum, which is where you're from. Oh, I know. Yeah. Lovely Grantham. Remember. I do remember. Um, they've just got your single bed. So well, I'm actually, I, I'm
0: actually quite horrified by the fact that they have my single bed, because they didn't ask me for that, and I've been looking for that for years. <laughs> Why do
3: you have a single bed? I mean,
0: you were married. Oh, well, you've seen Dennis, too. <laughs> yeah. It's just easier that way. Yes, but he was all right in his youth. Yeah, but you and you saw what happened when I shared a double bed, Carol and Mark. After oh, yeah. that, there was nowhere else. (laughs) Sleeping in a double bed again. They could be in the museum,
3: couldn't they? Are they still still alive? Well, it's
0: not so much a museum, it'd be a zoo, really. Yeah. (laughs) Feeding times from four to five.
1: No milk.
0: Now, my own highlight of the week was the BBC's documentary series Inside the Commons, a sneak peek inside the Houses of Parliament, which we're able to play a clip for you now.
4: It's 7am in the House of Commons, and the morning ritual is about to begin.
5: So, uh, every morning, Black Rod, the Queen's messenger, arrives, and we slam the door in his face. Uh, He then knocks on the door, and we open it again. It's just a tradition to show that the monarch is not allowed to interfere with the Commons. Uh, Of course, after that, we do slam the door in his face again, just to really hammer home the message. (laughs) After about an hour of making him wait, we'll... Open the door and say, uh, All right, then, if you want to come in, what's it worth to you? Uh, he then offers us a bribe, which we accept, just to symbolise the corruption in politics. Uh, but once we've done that, we will slam the door in his face again, which just shows that um, uh, Parliament lies. Uh, he then says, Knock, knock. We say, Who's there? We have a little joke. We say, it's different every day. I, I believe today's was a uh, Knock Knock, who's there, Doctor, Doctor Who, classic. Anyway, this goes on for a while, but long story short, once he's solved all nine Rubik's Cubes, he's in a raw potato, and sung the national anthem backwards, we let him in, and that's the morning ritual over. And then, um, well, it's 11pm and time to go home.
4: It's the morning after a general election, and before the new MPs can vote in the House of Commons, they have to be sorted into their parties. Conservative! party. <laughs> I'm a bit nervous, actually. I've been a socialist all my life, so I'm really hoping labor, you know. But when the sorting act goes on my head, that's when the decision gets made. Hmm, difficult. Plenty of talent. And a thirst to prove yourself. But where to... Not Tory, please, not Tory.
0: Not Tory? Are you sure? You could be great, you know. Well, better be... Labor Party! Now ah, what about
1: you? Excuse me, have you
4: washed your hair?
1: Actually, the natural oils from your hair. GREEN PARTY!
4: After they've been sorted into houses, all the MPs make their way to Westminster Hall for the annual Hunger Games.
0: Basically, MPs pair up and fight, the losers pair up again, and so on until only one remains.
1: You know, it can be fairly daunting. I remember one year I had to take on Eric Pickles, who of course had a weight advantage, um, so I poked a thumb in his eye and then elbowed him in the groin, which some say was unparliamentary, but Burko allowed it.
4: At the end of the evening, with the loser having been flayed and thrown into the Thames, the MPs finished their traditional celebration by lighting a fire, stripping naked and performing a dance of appeasement to their vengeful god, before returning home to their constituencies in time for their morning
2: surgeries.
0: What a lovely programme. Until now, the Swiss were only famous for hiding three things. Nazi gold, Nazi art and actual Nazi party members. But now, it's been revealed that HSBC's Swiss banking arm has been assisting their wealthy customers to dodge taxes. Of course... I was into tax avoidance long before it was trendy, but apparently the British public aren't so keen on it. Lord Green claimed that everyone dodges taxes, but that he only takes part in schemes that are, like his favourite types of ice
3: cream and intercourse, vanilla. But what do you think? Is any tax avoidance acceptable? It's probably not acceptable, but it's understandable in a way, isn't it? Because a lot of people aren't how to uh, you know approach the tax system they don't really know what they're doing do they and a lot of jobs are cash in hand aren't they you know a lot of people, window cleaners and stuff I'm not saying window cleaners avoid tax that wasn't what I was saying but well they do but but you know there are other people that do as well I
1: think, I think this is more high end though like, this is people with a lot of money it's not just about not being educated but, in tax like, these people are educated in the, the rules of the tax well,
0: I mean, surely the poor are avoiding paying tax as well by by not having any money.
2: It's the Swiss. Oh,
4: I mean, exactly. It's, it's the, the Swiss. Way. That's the way they do it. Over there, Never
2: right? forgiven them for not helping Steve McQueen over that fucking fence. Well, Get money. a pair of wire cutters. <laughs> Go and help the man. But it's, it's, the it's,
1: Nazis are right there.
0: But it's 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 not uh, it's not tax evasion. It's tax avoidance. But isn't that what so people that, have Swiss banks for? Yes, it's I thought that's within was the for. rules.
1: But I think we could be much stricter.
0: But avoiding something isn't illegal. I used to hide behind the sofa every time Carol came round, and I was never arrested. But this does lead into another issue. In PMQs this week, the debate between David Cameron and Ed Miliband, unlike the pensioners who had had their winter fuel allowance cut, got quite heated. Ed Miliband accused Tory donors of avoiding tax, and I found myself yearning for the days where debates were a bit more civil and a bit less like a rap battle. PMQs is getting vicious, PMQs is getting cruel. All the MPs are behaving like they're still at public school. PMQs is getting nasty, PMQs is getting mean. If they don't stop the mud flinging, then the ladies voting green. green, green,
4: green. Ed Miliband in the house of commons. And have I got some PM news for you? Rat, rat, rat. Yeah, that's right, I'm here and my rhymes are sick You're not a first date whose arse I'm gonna kick Got my knives all bared and I'll take this little slaughter Before you leave the country in the toilet with your daughter your right, You're banged to ride your dodgy, you're rotten to the core With taxes hidden in Switzerland like the one trapped in the war And this isn't just a one-off, This problems symptomatic You're the one who may claim God hide money in this attic And that's why all the public want me to be PM I'm going to sort the country out just like I did your mum Did your, your mum yeah, that's right. Get ready for pandemonium from an old atonium. I'm going to drop you faster than a commitment not to reorganise the NHS. <laughs> you're joking, you're delusional, you're talking out your ass. But I'm the one who'll take you down because you couldn't get my class. You want to be Prime Minister, but well, if I may be candid, you're so inept you couldn't even eat a bacon sandwich. Discount Neil Kinnock. You're not up to the task. Your only hope of winning is to wear an Anna Johnson mask. There's just one reason that you're here, one reason and no other. The TUC thought that you were more left-wing than your brother. Just say we're all tax dodgers, but know that this is true. You can HSBC us, but the F-U-C-K-U. PMQs is getting vicious. PMQs is
0: getting cruel. All the MPs are behaving like they're still at public school. PMQs is getting nasty, PMQs is getting mean. If they don't stop the mug flinging, then the lady's voting green. Voting, voting, voting,
2: voting, voting, green, voting, green,
0: Now, a lot's been said about Ed Miliband, that he is to politics what Peter Dinklage is to the high jump, that he's about as effective as the BBC's 1970s in-house child protection officer, as inspiring as Robin Williams in the film Dead Poet Society. If, instead of teaching the boys poetry, he'd sat down at the desk, cried, wet himself, and then made them all watch the film Patch Adams on repeat. But is it true? Well we reached out to him and asked if he'd like to record a segment to let people know who Ed Miliband really is. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course, that is, of course, unless the horse is the famous Mr. A. Go right to the source and
4: ask... Oh, hi there, gang. Look... I know some of you don't think I'm leadership material because I don't look good eating a bacon sandwich and because it didn't go so well when I followed Nick Clegg's example and appeared on the last leg. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, our next guest is the leader of the Labour Party. It's Mr Ed Miliband. Oh my God, what's wrong with that man's arms? (gasps) But I'm here now to change your mind. Think I'm not in touch with working class people. I've seen Billy Elliot more times than I can count. That's an exaggeration. I've seen it four times, and I nearly understand what they're saying. Think I'm not as attractive as David Cameron? Well, listen to this. I put both our faces on hotornot.com. Guess what? We're as bad as each other. Do you think Labour don't care about inequality? Well, how about this? No one was less equal than me and my brother. But like always, the Labour Party sided with the less advantaged. We are the party for you. Trust me. There is not one policy that I've adopted out of principle. It's all what I think you want me to say. But if you don't believe me now, wait until the debates. That's when you'll see what the Labour Party really stands for. Because I'm going to call in sick and send in Alan Johnson. Under my leadership, Labour can be a responsible party of government. If you elect us, I promise you this, however much the country struggles in the next five years, no matter how hard it gets for you, whatever bad things might happen, Labour are the ones who will be responsible for it.
0: A horse is a horse, of course, of
4: course. So what do you think?
0: Is Ed up to the task? Is he milliband or moribund? Andrew.
3: I like him. I don't. I don't know why, but I like him. I think he's got. He's just very endearing.
1: I, the, my best. Th- my favourite thing about him is his wife. She was a child star. She, she, she was a child. Drama Rama.
3: Drama Rama.
1: When she was younger.
3: What's the the other people's wives like?
1: Well, I looked into their other wives. So, um, Sam, Sam Cam. Oh, uh, she I'm she had a tattoo, in...
3: didn't she?
0: Oh,
1: did she? Yes, yeah, Sam Sam on her
0: like, foot. On Wasn't the... it on the, on her ankle? It was some. I can't remember what did it really? say. Yes,
3: it was something like <laughs> Tory
0: bitches do it all night. <laughs>
3: But, yeah, I think it could have been. Like, in
0: Latin. It's quite, yeah, you know, quite in, 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 in a Chinese symbol.
3: But I get sick of the idea that politicians should trot out their husbands or wives as, as kind of proof of their humanity. I don't understand why we... I mean, what we're saying is if someone's single, we wouldn't vote for them, aren't we? That's what affected... Ted, Heath anyway. he was
2: single, Ted he, he was a bachelor boy. I, I can, yeah, but... I can a gay that. bachelor.
3: Now, that's slander. Oh, no, it's true, isn't it? He was caught cottaging, wasn't he? No. Was he? Oh, he wasn't. No.
2: <laughs> he just
0: loved a rich He was never, never caught...
3: No. No. It's alright, you can't <laughs> libel the dead It's fine Oh, then he definitely was
0: Well, as current political leaders fight for a rung On the bottom of the ladder I'm on the way up As this week, I star in a new movie Fifty Shades of Thatcher
1: So this is just a job interview Mrs. Thatcher will see you now She was intense Smart Very intimidating What
0: about you? I'd like to know more about you.
1: There's really not much to know about me. I mean, look at me.
0: I am. I exercise control in all things. You wouldn't understand.
1: Enlighten me, then. Ah. 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 No, no, no,
0: yes. That's it, just a little bit further. Pass me that screwdriver.
1: Oh, not like that. Oh, yes, like that.
0: There. That's how you build a machine to make Mr. Whippy ice creams. And now our final topic. Conservatives this week held a fundraiser where they auctioned off things to raise money for the party. This is nothing new. In my day we auctioned off peerages, the railways and immunity from prosecution. But I couldn't help feel the prizes this time were a bit underwhelming. Shoe shopping with Theresa May, for all those rich people with a foot fetish, a JCB digger so you can bury your tax records, and an Iron Man challenge with Ian Duncan Smith. That's right, all three Iron Man films. Now, Cat and Andrew, what would you have paid for a uh, a book review with Boris Johnson or a, a breakfast run with Nicky Morgan? I wouldn't
1: pay anything for a breakfast run with Nicky Morgan. I'll just find out where she's going for a run and just well, jog behind her. For free. She's the. Like she's I said, and all the politicians' wives so and all the female politicians. Stalking <laughs> costs nothing.
3: So I'm thinking Nicki Minaj. That no, Nicki
0: no. Yeah. She's the but Secretary they... of State for Education. What, Nicki Minaj? No, well... She should be. That would be fun, wouldn't it? We <laughs> yeah, yeah. couldn't mean... have anybody of ethnicity in a Conservative cabinet. No, that would work. I was at
2: the holidays. Yes. Have these people not heard of Thompson's? Haven. <laughs> <laughs> Centre parks? Butlins. Butlins. <laughs>
0: 200000 you could probably buy butlins and then burn it down.
2: <laughs> That's a good holiday. Still victimising the North. <laughs> yes. After all these years.
0: Yes. And now it's almost time for us to leave. But before we do, there's just enough time for Maggie's Mail. That's right. Questions from you, the public. So, Winnie, what have we got this week?
2: Well, Margaret, Laura from Tooting writes to say, Dear Maggie, I love your shows. Uh. What do you think of Australia joining Eurovision?
0: Well, I'm more than happy to welcome them, as long as they shoulder their fair share of Greece's debt. But if they're thinking of using Kylie, then I'm afraid they only have the only hope that Britain has of beating her is if I enter.
2: Giles, from Tooting, writes in to say, Dear Maggie, love your policies. Who do you think should win the award for Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Well,
0: I very much enjoyed Pride. A strange sequel to Shame, but I'm very sad that it hasn't been nominated. Much better than Boyhood. We in Britain already filmed the same actors over the course of ten years. We called it Harry Potter.
2: And finally, Katie from Tooting says, Dear Maggie, I've never seen any of your shows and I didn't vote for you. What's your top tip for keeping a man?
0: Wax. So that brings us to the end of the show. Where there are Swiss bank accounts, may we bring tax. Where there are women, may we bring a big pink bus. And where there are softcore pornographic movies, may we bring large groups of drunken women who begin the evening whooping and end it vomiting in a gutter. And now we'll leave you with special behind-the-scenes footage of Ed Miliband's latest Shadow Cabinet meeting.
4: Uh, okay team, uh, that's a wrap on the old policy front um, So I don't know about anyone else But I have an appointment down the pub Anyone want to join me?
2: Sorry mate no, I'll see you.
4: See Bye. Oh, uh, oh well, uh, oh, goodbye then <laughs> Goodbye I- I'll just uh, go on my own <laughs> We'll just stay here Work Got an election to win after all When you were here before I couldn't look you in the eye You're just like an angel Your skin makes me cry But I'm a creep I'm a weirdo Oh what the hell am I doing here I don't belong here I don't belong here You have been listening to Margaret Thatcher, Queen of Podcasts Starring Matt Tedford as Margaret Thatcher With special guests Cat Bond and Andrew Doyle All original music was composed by Harry Blake. It was written and produced by John Britton with additional material by David Byrne and the cast. This was a Queen of Soho production for the British Comedy Guide.
0: Just to let you know, if you'd like to see me live, then book tickets for my show, Margaret Thatcher, Queen of Soho, at the Leicester Square Theatre from the 17th to the 21st of March. And I'm also available to perform at weddings, bar mitzvahs and conservative party conferences.